0: Game day for the Arizona Coyotes on the road as they face the St. Louis Blues once again. This time, the Coyotes are going to be a little short handed. Lots of injuries have have forced them to make some call ups. We'll talk about all that as well as preview today's game on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes.
1: Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Locked On Coyotes. I'm Robin You'll Carl Pavlik right beside me on this uh, wonderful Tuesday. It is... Uh. November 16th, I gotta remember the days now, it's like, these days just keep going on and on and on. It's tough, Uh, yeah. (laughs) We're in the middle of the month, you start to lose track, Uh,
1: uh, payday was really weird this week, so yeah, definitely a tough one to keep track of.
0: But yeah, November 16th, Coyotes are playing the Blues today. They are playing the Blues today, and uh, the second time they're playing them this season, I think Is this the first time they're going? They finally met a team that they met earlier this year. Uh, I would need to double check, but I believe so. Um, Yeah, I, I think yeah. The Coyotes have gone through all different teams up until this point, where they finally face someone they've already seen. Uh.
1: Yep, it uh, looks to be the case. So first time seeing a repeat opponent, always a, a fun experience. Uh, I know a lot of people still remember last season's uh, thrilling seven-game series against the Blues. Yeah. Uh, looked very different that first game back. Um, so,
0: And it'll be a pretty different team this game as well. Oh, it'll be a very different team because the um, since then, the Cuyahs have gone through a lot of injuries. And we talked about the injuries yesterday's episode. One thing we didn't mention was that also on the IR is Christian Fischer. Yep. Uh, and I believe uh, we didn't
1: mention Johan Larson either, uh, who was placed on the NHL's COVID protocol, along with Andrew Ladd. Uh, Fisher was initially day-to-day. He missed the, the game against Nashville. I don't think anyone really thought he was going to be out long-term, but he was placed on IR yesterday, and yeah, it's a pretty big move. The Coyotes
0: have already made three call-ups to kind of fill their roster. I'm trying to look at the starting lineup for the Coyotes, the, project, the projected starting lineup for the Coyotes today. And I'm like, is this the Tucson Roadrunners? <laughs> is this the Tucson
1: Roadrunners in e- almost every overpaid player in the NHL last season?
0: Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Here is your project, projected line, just to give you an idea, everyone. So you have Krause, Boyd, and Keller on the top line. Uh, Liam O'Brien, Barrett Hayton, Alex Kalchenyuk on the second line. Louis Erickson, Jan Yannik, Phil Kessel on the third. Anton Roussel, Jay Beagle, and Hudson Fashing on the fourth.
1: Oh, that just sounds rough. Very rough.
0: And also, not, not, not to mention a defense appearance Chicken and Lebushkin, Gothisbeer and, and Strawman, and then Deneen and Mayo together on the <laughs> prepared defense
1: that all hl defense third pairing that's uh that's the the way that the carriers are going um and and, you know this is a a team that's constructed to not do well but the injuries that they have sustained have been pretty substantial um like most of them are are relatively short term but we've had two long-term injuries it's leading to a lot of Interesting lineups, let's say that. Um, but more importantly, for for guys like Fashing, for guys like Unique, it's leading to a lot of opportunity.
0: I'm trying to look at the. Um, I, I, I was continuing like a daily face-off, and I was looking at um, obviously the starting lineup. But then I also like went down and take a look at injuries. You know how many players are listed under injured? <laughs> um, eight. That is pretty insane. I was going to guess seven.
1: I was trying to go through them all in my head. Uh, actually, let me see.
0: Hutton, Zingle, Schmaltz, Ladd, Fisher, Yashkin, Larson.
1: Yep. That's it. Uh, and we don't know like when Ladd or Larson are going to be back. I, d- I don't know how long. Lad is
0: officially on the IR. Larson is is uh, apparently, according to Daily Faceoff, um, Larson is day to day. Mm. See,
1: the COVID protocol is still kind of new. I'm still like not entirely sure, like what that means for for the team and what's coming back. But I mean, can we just say it? The the NHL has been much worse at COVID this season.
0: Yeah, Um, uh, they uh, players are getting um, you know put in the COVID protocol. It's the first time we're seeing it for Arizona. And I believe we saw just um, yesterday that I think there's might be a case where some teams are going to have to postpone some games.
1: Yep, uh, it was officially announced yesterday. The Ottawa Senators are going to be postponing a couple games. Uh, it is just kind of it, it's it's tough because they're they're not being as strict as they were last season. They're not like having the the protocols that they have in place. But we were seeing real. Games lost and players lost due to COVID. Uh, well, there's
0: because there's the assumption um, from the league because a lot of a lot of teams have put in put in place restrictions because well, there are cities and whatever that yeah. you've got to be vaccinated to play in that arena. Um, yeah, and apparently some other teams aren't as strict, so there are probably some unvaccinated players out there and. <laughs> I, I don't know about unvaccinated players, but I know that there's definitely a
1: very big difference in fans attendance. And I think that's creating a potential issue as well, because it's it's all kind of the same building. Um there's protective glass and, and measures in place, but I don't know what kind of like interactions players have with like the backstage crew and what, what they have with like the front of mm-hmm. like, the front of uh Front-facing staff, I believe they would be called. Uh, It's been a while since I worked retail. Um, And all arenas are. Front front of house. house. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, when we talk about, um, like, Healy River Arena, where there's no mask requirement, where people often aren't wearing masks, where there's no vaccination requirement for fans to come in. Like, I don't know. Is that creating an issue? Who can say? What's going on with the Ottawa Senators? I don't know. Like, but... Like, these are breaches that should be, like, identified by the league and stopped. Um, I think this was kind of what we anticipated last season being, like, because the league was horrible with the mumps outbreak a couple of years back. And and I think maybe now that, like, players are vaccinated, there's less of a chance of long-term health effects um, because the vaccine while not preventing you from getting COVID will hopefully lessen the effects. Like they might've not as worried about it. And so we're seeing these kind of players lost and you know, that things are going to change if like a superstar gets it, or if a player ends up having to deal with long-term effects, despite being vaccinated. Like there's some older players in the league. There are some players who may have underlying health conditions. You look at Max Domi, who's able to play with diabetes. Like these are not, you know, far off like one in a million chances these are very real chances of having it significantly
0: affect these guys lives absolutely but uh let's 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 let's, uh reel this back in for the coyotes and obviously we're talking about you know now because eight eight players on um listed under injured of course as we mentioned earlier two of them are because of COVID protocol but uh, I mean, <laughs> and we t- I mean, look, we took a look at how that like, and how that changed based off the Lions. And oh, my God, like, um, yeah, it's a different team we're seeing against the Blues from even the first game they went against each other. And uh, it might not be it definitely won't be easy. No, it's not going to be easy. Uh, I go back to what I said before, though. This is a
1: massive opportunity for the AHL guys um, and pretty much everyone on the lineup because everyone has a chance to make an impact. Uh, if you are Hudson Fashing or Yan unique this has got to be the situation. Like You come in and prove yourself. So I do hope that we see some strong games from the younger players. Like Make Make it very hard for the team to send you back to the AHL. That's the best thing that they can do.
0: I mean, that's uh, that's why uh, uh, hayton has been doing well up there. And he like he knows because he still can get sent down because he's still Weavers exempt. So like he's 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 going all out to make sure he doesn't get sent back down. And at this point, the guys have no reason to. Yeah, there's no reason to send Hayton down. He hasn't been
1: stellar, but he hasn't looked out of place. Uh, he looks. Uh, As bad as the entire team looks. Let's be honest. But like the, the team definitely like if Schmaltz gets healthy soon, like Hayton may be the first person back. Uh, Probably not with the way he's been playing, but that's why you got to play like that. Like if you are a, uh, a player like Ben McCartney, whose name just hasn't come up yet, but was also one of the calls. uh, I thought he had a great preseason. Let's say he has like a strong seven-game stretch before Andrew Ladd comes back. Make the team make that tough call. Uh, make them consider being like, do we really want to send you back? That is gotta be the the goal for every single player on this team, but especially for the younger guys.
0: Yeah, the thing about McCartney, I think um, he was he came up to I think replaced Dzingel for a short bit. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, I think right when they were ready to to bring Kalchenyuk back, they sent him back down. Let me ask you this, guys. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that let, lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friend's log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites. Together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part is, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at DirectTV.com. That's DirectTV.com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. All right, so. Let's continue now here on Locked and Coyotes. Once again, Robin and Leon and Carl Pavlik. Um, we do apologize for some technical difficulties that we had uh, for that uh, big break, but it's okay. we we have no issues here. Um, let's let's go ahead and uh, finish things off, or at least get ready for more in this preview. Uh, starting goalies, we're gonna have very. Le- or it's confirmed that um, Scott Wedgewood will be starting in net. For the Coyotes, Jordan Bennington is likely for the uh, Blues. It's unconfirmed, but I think it's it's a it's a very likely uh, spot for him.
1: Yeah, um, and no real surprise there. Um, uh, Carol Vizmilka, uh is definitely looks like he struggled the past couple games. I'm not going to completely like throw any blame on him because when the team's in front of you is doing nothing, like there's mm-hmm. not much you can do. But uh, I believe something I pointed out in an article I just posted yesterday on Five for Howling is, like, he's given up a couple of goals that he should have saved. And that can be a demoralizing thing. There was one in Nashville they did. Um, So it makes sense that the team would throw in Wedgwood. If nothing else, then to help the players have a mental reset, which we saw quite a bit in the the start of the season where one bad goal would just destroy them mentally.
0: Yeah. um, I mean... And it, we got to we there has to be some kind of way to make sure that like and obviously I don't know what it is, what needs to be done to have it. So this team doesn't get that mental destruction because like goals are going to happen. Yeah. Like if they're a quick if it's a quick goal. Yeah, it sucks. But they're te- but, like if you are a competitive team, you'll keep competing and you'll fight back. Yeah. Uh, And I honestly think that that is
1: going to be the major test for uh, coach um, Andre Tournier, uh, because I think that he doesn't have a lot of control over a lot of stuff. He is not going to get a winning record this season. He didn't come into the ice or onto the team knowing that he's going to or thinking that he was going to. But what he can do, the kind of two areas I see that he is going to be best utilized is, Mentally stabilizing this team and making sure that they are prepared to go out there in every situation. I think that was a major knock against uh, Coach Shockey. I don't think he prepared the team well to start games, and I don't think he prepared the team well for like the third period shift where things really started to pick up the pace. Uh, we need Turney to really get this team and be like, "Hey, if you give up a goal, you need to be prepared for what happens next. You need to be ready with that next shift." Um, and it's gonna be tough because it's demoralizing to give up a goal, especially when you're the coyotes and you can't score that much. But they're gonna need
0: for him to find a way to get this team like
1: mentally prepared for these games.
0: Well it was I think I'm trying to think, kinda of thinking back to after the Seattle game, what was the average? Wasn't like one point five goals scored like per game? Like that's what like <laughs> their average has been, which has not been good. Um, Like, yeah, so this team doesn't score much at all. And you're right. And I think that's probably what, what, what messes with their mentality. But obviously we're talking different caliber teams, St. Louis and Seattle, but you can see it's obvious. The Coyotes are capable of scoring. They scored five goals that game. Yeah. Um, The Coyotes are capable of scoring. They have scored in the past. Um, We've seen
1: them kind of come back from the end but they need to just kind of like, have that happen quicker. Like They need to just be ready that next shift as opposed to taking two minutes to find their feet after a goal. Uh, And I think a key thing that I know I've been harping on a lot is they need to be disciplined. They can't take power play or so many penalties. They're the most penalized team in the league by far. Um, When I wrote the article yesterday, they... We're leading the team by I think forty, or the league by forty-eight penalty minutes more than the next one up, which is just insane.
0: What is that uh, Philadelphia?
1: <laughs> no, I think it was Winnipeg. Actually, really? yeah. Uh, I di- I didn't put that in there, so if I'm wrong, don't get too angry at me. But it, it is definitely a significant difference between
0: the Coyotes and the next penalized team. Yeah, and again. That's, that's a big issue, especially when your penalty kill has been god-awful. <laughs>
1: One of the worst penalty kills. Take the most penalties. That is like not a recipe for any kind of success. And the Coyotes are going to go in tonight facing the number two power play in the league in the St. Louis Blues. So that's just all kinds of bad times uh, I'm preparing for tonight.
0: Let's just hope there's no uh, five goals in five minutes again.
1: Yeah, as long as there's
0: no that, uh, it'll be mildly better. Because um, that game I, started that 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 first time they played against trailer, it started that competitive. Like it was one one and then two two and then yeah, uh, all all hell broke loose. But there,
1: there was like a good first, and then just everything fell apart in the second. So yeah, we can't have that again. Um, like if they can just kind of. At this point they need to play an almost perfect game to have a chance and that's just really hard to do. There's no margin for error with these Coyotes.
0: Yeah, I just find it really hard to figure out if they can put that off. Like if they can put off a perfect game against against a team like the Blues cuz um yeah, I mean the Blues are one of the top teams in the league right now. Like they yeah. are impressive and <laughs> you just can't you just can't make mistakes against them. I mean, they're not too, too far removed from a Stanley Cup.
1: So it, it's not really all that surprising that the Blues are still a competitive team. I know they kind of like became they a still little bit more the
0: core intact. So yeah,
1: they do. They, they didn't have like a massive sell off. They were just kind of mediocre for the past couple of years. And everyone thought it was the end. Cup hangover. is what they call it. <laughs> just a super long cup hangover for what, two seasons?
0: Well, just think about it, that neither of them were full seasons. so This is true. Yeah. No, like, I, I
1: still think the Blues are, are a good team. I don't think their their window is necessarily shut. I think they're a very dangerous team for the Coyotes to be playing, Um, and they're going to need a lot of, like, their players to step up. Like, everyone from, like, the fourth-line center to Clayton Keller Who historically has always played extremely well against the Blues. He better have a really good night tonight.
0: Yeah. um, Obviously, the St. Louis kid, you'd expect, you'd hope he'd have a a good game (laughs) against the Blues. Anyways, um, we still got more to get to on this show, though. Um, I think it's time to get some predictions in. We'll talk all about those predictions in just a sec. But first, let's take a quick work from Carl. So we're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start
1: of the basketball season and more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts
0: okay so let's continue now here on uh locked on coyotes we got the uh prediction time once again coyotes versus blues in st louis the puck drops at 6 p.m so we got uh um you know luckily those those four o'clock ones are done we're gone yeah i mean personally i liked them but they fit really well with my
1: schedule i do not imagine i was the the norm for that
0: no i think you were definitely an outlier
1: if you work from home and start your job or your day job at 7am they were great uh everyone else very horrible
0: especially like those you you Phoenicians with your, uh, with your Phoenix traffic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like I cannot imagine. Uh, well, no, I can because I, I used to work in an office. I used to have to commute. I used to have to listen to those games on the radio. Um, and hockey on the radio, which is
0: good for you because, because apparently every part of the state has a, has an arm in the coyotes radio network, but Tucson doesn't the second largest city. (laughs) in Arizona does not have a coyotes radio station yeah Al-
1: although like i was listening to the radio on my phone so it wasn't exactly the radio like in and-, and i'm guessing the you, you two 27 peeps can do that just a little bit more difficult but everyone's got a smartphone nowadays
0: true but like at the same time like i like the turning the dial it's like fun uh, I, I can't argue with you too much. I have giant pieces
1: of plastic that I play uh, music off of, so I can appreciate some analog. Uh, but let's talk about the lines for this one.
0: Okay, yes, yeah, so let's get let, let, let's get to the lines for this game. It was the Coyotes point and a half underdogs at plus one ten, plus two sixty nine money line, minus three oh five for the St. Louis Blues. Over under total points five and a half. So very standard as 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 per usual.
1: Yep, standard as per usual. Uh, I do not think the Coyotes are going to win this one, and I no. think it's going to go over the goals.
0: Uh, I'm with you on that. I think it's going to. I think, um, take the points for St. Louis and go over. So St. Louis is going to win by more than one, more than two, or two or more, and then yeah. um, yeah, and it's going to be like. Over five and a half. I'm going to say, whew, I'm trying to think. Six to three.
1: I'm going to go five, two. Um, both, I would say, pretty substantial losses for the Coyotes. Um, three goal defeat would be pretty rough. But just looking at the Blues, they're a good team. They're on a three-game losing streak, so they're going to come in like really hot. They know it's not a trap game. They remember last season, unlike the Coyotes, who are all new. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to want to like, put it to Arizona. I do not know if the Coyotes are going to be able to come out and match that.
0: No, they definitely won't, especially with you know the team being as beat up as they are and seeing – who's in um and again nothing against hudson fashing i like hudson fashing i think he's a good player he's a good player in the american hockey league i just don't know how it could t- how it translates into the nhl um Jan unique is just, you know he's good he's physical he kind of fits into Torney system but yeah still really
1: young um needs a, a lot more time to develop uh like i said before i think the coyotes need to play a near preferred game And I do think that this could potentially be the right situation for that because they're very beat up. So when teams are like that, we tend to see them just kind of like fall back into the system and just play that way. Um, The team's on the road. Teams will tend to simplify their games after that. So if they're like like aiming for a more simple game, I could see that having a positive outcome. But I think the Blues are just in a situation where they are – like just primed to win this one. Like they have all the right like preceding stimuli going into this game.
0: And on that note, I will say, I mean, obviously, because of you know the team being beat up and the and the collapse that did happen, and you know you have like you know Alex Galcheny coming back coming back from his injury um, and everything like that, like this team has things to prove i mean I've, as as I've mentioned before uh, all of course over the season, they have things to prove they have something to prove and they will try to do that. I just yeah. don't know if this is the game that they, that 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 can that that can be done
1: no, I agree with you um it was something that we talked about a lot in the in the preseason episodes. The coyotes are full of players who have just so much to prove, either like They're looking for their next contractor. They're looking to show that they still belong in the league. Um, But like you can only go so far with that. Like you need to like, you know, if you run up against the right competition on the right day, that'll get you very far. Otherwise, like if you're still struggling, which we we know this team is, if they're still trying to find their feet, find the system, like that's just not a good recipe. Like talk to me later uh, in the season, like the next time the Coyotes play the Blues, maybe it'll be a different story. Maybe they've had longer to get used to to Bear's system, but for this one, I just don't know.
0: I have a uh, an extra betting line for everyone, just just for a little bit of fun.
1: Okay. Let's uh, go. Bet, on,
0: Bet online has something called the Grand Salami. Mm.
1: Um,
0: I was always wondering what it was. I just never checked it out because I was just like, I didn't. I just didn't pay attention to it. But I sure. clicked on it, and it has away goals and home goals. And it's essentially, it's like money lines. It's like a game. We have all the away teams and all the home teams combined. The away is at plus two fifty five and minus three hundred five for the home. But not only that, it also has total points scored among all the games today, 64 and a half goals. How many games are there today? There are, let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Yeah, about 11 games. That's what I counted too. Eleven games. Uh sixty-four and a half. I'm taking the under.
1: Yeah. I would probably take the under too. Um if you like if you ever wanted to bet that one, that would be an interesting one to do. Uh, you would need to like be really knowledgeable about all the teams because 11 games in one day that's just a lot of know- that's a lot to be like thinking about to get an accurate view of what the this is well to that's, make a reasonable
0: bet. Let, let's put it this way all of the games are usually set around five and a half yeah true yeah it's, so it's that's definitely like, that's, that's let's, let's say like Let's let's assume let's just round down the five just for just make it easy and obviously rounding makes it harder especially for that many games but yeah. anywhere between actually be both round up and round down so it's fifty five rounded down sixty six rounded up so yeah um,
1: if you're looking at the other one the home and away the coyotes are the away team so I would probably bet the home. That's the advantage I'm going to give that end of the grants of the great salami, or uh,
0: that's going to be your decision making because 40. the just because of the coyotes.
1: Yes, <laughs> the coyotes are a bad enough team that I'm going to give the the home team an advantage across the entire NHL. That's how that works, right?
0: Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I guess. Oh, uh, okay. Anyways, I think I I, I think we wrap. We we can go ahead and wrap it up here on the show. I yeah. uh, hope you guys all like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, and subscribe if you're yet to already. We're everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to like us on Facebook as well. We're Facebook dot slash Locked On Coyotes. Um. On Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leano. That's R-O-B-Y-N-L-E-A underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's show. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.